And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 6 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian whose quarantine is going great, except for all the crying and doggy anal gland explosions and sick boyfriend who might have the Rona. It's Jackie Johnson. And she's a writer and TV and podcast host who does experiments on human beings for people's amusement. It's Allie Ward. Tone Zone is here and has spent so much time looking inward, his tummy is now charging him $9.98 a month. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop your ass across the street and shout to your new best friend. It's Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little quarantine-induced sourdough bread experiments. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Victoria Miller. All sorts of fun stuff on Patreon. I've been putting the video from these episodes up on Patreon. Um, In addition to all sorts of stuff, very, very excited for my guests today. And I would like to say hello to them. I have missed their faces. Allie Ward, hello! Hello! I'm very excited to see you again. How are you doing? Oh, terrible. No, I'm okay. I'm sleeping a million hours a night. How is it possible? That's not even physically possible. Um, I know. You're someone who typically has a lot of sleep problems. Oh, it's a new world. It's a new world. We'll get into it. Okay, good. Hello, Jackie Johnson. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I am like absolutely thrilled to be speaking with the four people you have curated today because they are all, I would consider good friends of mine. I feel like I, I truly have curated like no other today. Oh, this is like a party I would have at my house. This is like <laughs> a, a list of people I would invite. Uh, and also, now the listeners at home won't know, but those on Patreon, unless I decide to throw this up on YouTube, you're sitting in front of an array of diplomas. I mean, yes. they're from very nice schools. What are we looking at here? We're looking at a Bachelor of Science degree from University of Texas. We are looking at a magnum cum laude degree from Emory University in political science. Mm. And we are looking at a master's degree from New York University in uh, music. Wow. wow. And those are, the top one is mine. The other two are my boyfriend's. I didn't know you had a Bachelor of Science. What is that in? Radio, television, and film, sweetie. Interesting. I have a, B- a Bachelor of Arts. Allie, what about you? Uh, I, have a, I have a BA in cinema also. So yours is science. Oh. Yeah, that Jackie is. A. Can I come on ologies? Yes, you can. You're a Jackie Johnsonologist. <laughs> I mean, that is exact. And a chuchologist. You are a chuchologist, for if sure. If you ever no one knows the, the study of chuches, I will be available. I would like to clone chuches, but I know that that's probably uh, not ethical. Yeah. Would you I've sell clones it. of your dog? No, absolutely not. There are too many dogs that need homes. I would never be able to live with myself, but it, the thought has crossed my mind. I also now have a full plan to um, breed chooches. I'm not going to do it again, but now that I know her DNA, thanks to Embark DNA, which I use code best friend after That's hearing right, that on everyone. Allison's show. I now know Chooch's DNA, and I thought I could breed Chooch's. Now that I have this information, mm-hmm. I could breed Chooch's and make them their own breed. Yeah, you got the blueprints. You should. 
I know, but I don't believe do in dog breeding. I don't believe it. I know. I just didn't bark too, actually. What is oh, Remy? Yeah. Um, she is. Are you ready for this? I don't I'm, think you are. I'm so, I think any of us so excited. My kegels are clenching. I know. <laughs> when it when the email came, I started I started sweating and I had to like put on like makeup and a nice outfit and I wanted to get ready to open the email. She And is, they do a whole video for you. It's this real whole oh. experience with music mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I I'm shocked I didn't start crying. She is she's majorly her the biggest like chunk of her Cocker Spaniel. What? <gasps> I know. I would have thought Chuchi. Poodle. Chuchi's Cocker. Really? I didn't know She's that Cocker either. Spaniel, um, Poodle, and Shih Tzu. And uh, Jarrett calls her a Cock Shit Poo. Or Shit Poo Cock. <laughs> yeah. I forget. She's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. A Shit Poo Cock. Yeah. Wouldn't you have thought her main thing was Poodle? That's what I thought. I didn't know I think a was. tiny bit of Poodle really... A f- like a goes a long appearance. way. Yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, like for example, Daniel ordered a milkshake last night, and it was. I don't. I'm un. He explained it to me why he ended up with this flavor, but I'm unclear if it was all they had or whatever. But it was chocolate and vanilla, and it's like chocolate and vanilla is just a less flavorful chocolate. Yeah. Pretty much. But how much poodle was in the milkshake? That's what I thought you were going to tell me. <laughs> well, <laughs> he asked them to hold, hold the poodle. Tony Thaxton, hello. Hi. Uh, how's everybody doing? I have no... You know, I have okay. no... Tony, uh, tell us what your dog's DNA yeah. is. We need to know, Dan. That's what I was going to say. I, do, I, have not, I have not done one. All I know is part pit. That's all I know. And I don't have any diplomas either. <gasps> But, but what, you have like the you coolest gold life record. of all of us. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? gold yeah. gold record right there. No diploma, but yes. yeah, Joe's not here, so I can I can uh, right. That out so this we time. have an ongoing thing <laughs> with Joe Quazala, and then Jordan Morris got into it too, where they pretend to be like British ruffians who are unimpressed with his gold record and keep telling him <laughs> it's fake. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I hope it's I, not getting to you, Tony, <laughs> in these dark times. I think I think it's going to be all right. I'll take any I sort of communication. Think- <laughs> I was going to say, I only find poodle humor funny, so anything else I'm not <laughs> into. Yeah. Well, maybe they could uh, work a little poodle. Hu- they could like put moose down for either being or not being poodle. There you go. Then yeah. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think these are well-rounded characters. They, get, they can do that. Yeah. So lots to talk about on this show. Tony, I haven't... I'm, see, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to mention a couple segments I think we might do, which will function as me having let you know ahead of time to have these songs. Okay. Um, some gal chat. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to my gals. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Me too. Hell I yeah. started my period today. I have to tell someone. <gasps> oh, my I, God. Congratulations. That is, put a pin <laughs> in that because... Need to talk about that because, in fact, here I am talking about it a tiny bit. Um, this is like day 12, day 14, and Allie, I need to know when you went through your premature change, like, did that happen to you? So we'll get to that. Okay. Because I don't know if that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that that's appetizing for all listeners and potential Mm -hmm. viewers. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's crotch talk. Let's get on with it. Some yes, please, or oh, please, maybe. But first, um, okay, I need to start with some sad news and it's going to be sad and everyone's going to be sad. And then I'm going to need you guys to help me lift it back up. Okay. So um, I mentioned on Monday's episode with Daniel that I was 
distracted because I had found out that a listener of my show was in the hospital intubated and non-responsive. And that I said that I would give everyone an update when I find out more. And unfortunately, I I have found out more and she is not going to pull through. (gasps) Um, It's not COVID related. Uh, I did not give her name earlier, but I will give her name now. I didn't give her name earlier because I just didn't know if her family would want me to or not. But um, her name is Becky McClure. She was a longtime listener of the show, someone that I had met multiple times. Um, She was like a big part of the Allison Rosen's Junior Best Friend community, um, part of the BFF fan cast. That's the podcast about this podcast. Like everyone who knew her loved her. I am just gutted. Um, she so I, I emailed with her husband a little bit just because I wanted to make sure I got the details right. Um, so right now she is in a coma and she's on life support and she's non-responsive and there's no brain function. Um, mm. So it's not COVID related. She collapsed early Friday morning and immediately was unconscious. She never woke up. She's been in a coma ever since. CT scan and MRI show no brain function currently. She is an organ donor. And Lifeline is setting that process up. Takes a, This is from his email. Takes a day or two. When Lifeline is ready, Becky's machines will be unplugged so she can pass peacefully. Doctors never found the reason as to why her heart stopped. In the past, she had surgery on her heart for aorta coarctation. Her heart was checked every year and deemed normal. So I know from her that when she, she was 28, um, she had this uh, birth defect in her heart was discovered and she had surgery on it. Um, and then she was checked frequently after. So I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess what happened is like her, what husband is saying, her heart stopped. Um, but she, it's just, I'm like, I am gutted over this. I just, she was also heavily on my mind the last few days because another listener named Laura reached out to me. Um, cause I, I had said like, how's everyone doing out there during quarantine? And you know, she, wa- Laura wanted to call in, but she couldn't get the words out. So she wrote in instead her, her mom, sorry, this is so, this is a sad time. So I feel like we're just being real and then we're going to lift it back up you guys. But her mom had passed away that morning and Becky's mom had died when Becky was, was in her twenties. And I was like, I want to connect these two. So Becky was very heavily on my mind. But anyway, uh, to talk about Laura for a second, I think that she would benefit from talking to someone out there who has lost their mom. If anyone uh, would like to share their experience with her, contact me and I'll connect you guys. A-R-I-Y-M-B-F-Show at gmail.com. So anyway, Becky had been to all my shows. I mean, not all of them, but almost all of them. And she's on, you can hear her on the Sketchfest episode, the Childish episode and the A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show. She, we were talking about doing DNA, te- kind of like this, talking about de- doing DNA testing, and she had done it and found some people on that she that were part of her family that she didn't know, and so she talked a little bit about that experience from the audience on the Childish Show, and then on ARIYMBF, we were talking about freezing food during a JMO, uh, yeah. and she talked about yeah, that was her talking about freezing food. Um, and also, just like a funny, weird thing, I ran into her at the airport after shows, like m- multiple times. It was just our funny little thing. We talked about Botox because she had done the Botox brow lift, and I was asking about that. Um, we talked about we talked about all sorts of stuff. She was super into crafting. Um, she had recently sent me some air freshener for Elliot's diaper pail, mm. and she had asked me how it worked out. And I did not have a chance to respond to her, 
which is one of those dumb little things that like is going to stick with me forever because I feel really bad. <laughs> I don't think she minded. She was on. Um, uh, I had a Zoom meetup for Patreon and she was on that and she had like put on make she put on this was in in March and she did her hair and makeup for it and she's like I just wanted to make sure that I still remembered how to so anyway very sad she will be very missed I know like a lot of us have communicated today just how wrecked we are over this so um I'm sorry to bring everyone down like that but I just wanted to give everyone the update since I brought it up okay that's real shit I'm so sorry two so two deaths not COVID related but I feel like so many people are experiencing are experiencing loss right now because of of coronavirus. So, I mean, there's a lot of I, a lot of s- stress just in general from this, yeah. and I know that stress tends to lead to upticks and you know heart disease right. and strokes and stuff. So, and yeah. also there's a lot of people who just aren't going to the doctor for things that they would usually. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see the fallout from that, but that's um that's a it's just such a love it's really lovely to hear about her and and to hear also how she'll be um living on, you yeah. know, and saving lives too, which is just, you know, yeah, but that's gutting. I'm so sorry. It's weird the way some people just really get under your skin and I just felt like I, she was very open and had shared with me a lot about different things she was going through and not different, different things she was going through makes it sound like she was someone who was always going through something. And I don't mean that. I mean, she just, she was this open, lovely person. And I felt like I really knew her and it's, I, it's just, I mean, she was, I, I want to say she was like 46, maybe mm-hmm. not that old, not very old at all. It's just, yeah. Yeah. and she also had these two stepdaughters that she loved and cared for and, Anyway, okay, sorry to bum you guys out. Like, well, yeah. To, well, but anyway, okay. all right. It's a good to reminder to just to check in with everyone yes. that you mm-hmm. like. And that is one thing I think that's been good about this is um, people just checking in, whether it's with old friends or exes, <laughs> perhaps. I have not checked in with any exes although an ex i've checked in with mine. all of jackie's exes is that cool <laughs> <laughs> an ex Thumbs of mine down. posted a photo on instagram and he's like thank god i'm quarantined with someone who knows how to do haircuts or whatever and i thought of like almost commenting on it but i didn't that's his wife that he's quarantined with mm, that he's talking mm-hmm. about have you guys checked in on any exes i know that jackie has not but Allie or tony i have I th- yeah, I, I think I actually have two. Yeah. Like one from a while Well, ago. look who's evolved and who is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quarantining with one of my exes, so that's how that works. But we're, we're together now, but I mean, I'm dating my ex-boyfriend, so I, you know, we, we broke up and we're back together. But um, no, I... I don't think that counts. Yeah. yeah I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think that counts. <laughs> I don't think it does either. I've had a couple, I got a text from an ex that I dated when 10, we broke up like 15 years ago, but we were together for a couple of years. So, you know, I like went on cruises with his family and, you know, like we would go to each other's Thanksgivings and stuff. So his dad, um, they suspect he had COVID and he had pneumonia and he was doing really bad. So he, he reached out just to let me know. And I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. And uh, I kept up with him for a few weeks and his dad recovered. 
Uh, oh, good. Which is amazing because his dad was like at a conference where like six people came down with COVID early and he's he recovered. So that's good. And um, and I have another ex who moved to a new city that he didn't know a lot of people. So I checked in on him and, um, you know, just sent some nudes and stuff to <laughs> just basic I've just stuff. Been- I've been sending dick pics. I don't know whose dick they are, but who doesn't love one? What does it mean that zero, zero exes have checked in on me? Maybe they don't want to seem too thirsty because you're wildly successful and famous. Do you know what I mean? That was my first guess, but I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Same applies to me because none of mine have. So I think you're, you know why none of mine have, do you know why none of mine have? Because I have all their asses blocked. (laughs) Yeah, so maybe they have been trying. Honey, we have a type. <laughs> it's called bad. <laughs> we do uh, our best. Allie. We do our best. How many times did you break up with your, your um, love of your life? Uh, that's going to require some calculus. Like, <laughs> that's like a beautiful mind. Uh, like... Um, equations on a blackboard okay um, we'll, we'll cut we'll check back in with you after you've had a chance to hunker down at a whiteboard or a yeah. chalkboard i'm going to if i had to venture a guess like hand on a bible i would say at least 12 wow at i least. feel like you're giving hope and Am almost I? bad hope <laughs> to almost false hope except it's working for you to everyone out there who's like i can make it work with that person that I everyone is telling me i need to stay away from all you need is two people to have good psychiatrists yes psychiatric intervention and both parties getting medicated for their pre-existing conditions and nine years of time and boom you're good to go but yeah i had like (laughs) an that he had unmedicated adhd and i had unmedicated anxiety and we were just just the worst so yeah that helps so yeah drugs is what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) time Um, and drugs yep that's all it takes okay let's do some gal chat tony play the thing okay i don't want to push anyone away but i (laughs) intend to with the following uh this period just never went away you Mm. know how at the very end it's light and you might and i actually tweeted about it like i was like oh and jackie you responded um I t- was like, does anyone else ever get to the point where they just decide their period should be over even when it isn't? So they just act as if because you're just tired of tampons. Um, so I've just been like, this one should be over. And it's just, <clears throat> it's been days and days and days. Like at this point, it's like, okay, what is going on? It's just not stopping. Um, thankfully, I'm basically just home all the time. So it's not like I have to use much or any protection. Um, but I have been wondering, could this be perimenopause or something? Allie, I know you went had premature ovarian failure, like very young. Did your mm-hmm. periods get weird and long? Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at that. Some of them got really short. And I was like, huh, look at that. I went 40 days without having to buy tampons. Great. And it was only for three days. I'm so lucky. And then yeah. other times I would be like, how long has this been happening? So I, it took me like two years to catch on that something was not right. And I like looked back in all of my like paper day planners mm-hmm. and like made a chart. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's fucked up. So um, but I had a couple doctors that missed it. So um, so if if I had gotten, you know, some tests done earlier then I maybe could, have, I don't know, frozen some some eggs or something. But right. Um, but I don't know. Um, so 
I would look at your numbers, but definitely it being wonkified is part of it. But also you're under a lot of weird stress because there's yes. a plague. So that's what true. The fuck? And also, um, I read that your thyroid levels can affect this. And I do take medication for my thyroid and it's been a long, it's been too long since I've had it tested and my thirsty endocrinologist to the stars and also <laughs> me, he's, he's just a celeb endocrinologist. Um, I know that because he's attractive. And so I Googled him and I, and I found it the other, you know, like, Oh look, he went on this show and talked about Sophia Vergara's glands. Yeah. She but has thyroid issues. Yeah. I guess she does. Yeah. But anyway, his office keeps calling me to set up an appointment and they can send someone to my house to draw my blood. But I have felt like I don't think it's worth taking the risk. However, this never ending period, uh, maybe it is worth it if that, cause that could be it too. I don't know. I want to get a fancy thyroid test from a doctor. Oh, I can give you his name. He's quite attractive. Well, the thing is, is I just recently started dealing with thyroid shit. What? Oh, no. What's wrong with yours? Hypothyroid. Oh. Yeah, that's what I am. Yeah. Which is weird because that's the one where you're supposed to have gained weight. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would I... have pegged you for hyper. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I... why nobody understands what the fuck is going on. So wait, how do you know that you're hypothyroid? Well, I got, uh, I did two blood tests last year that showed it and I saw a natural path because I am crazy. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to take a medication. So I was like, I'll try, you know, eating, chewing on mushroom stems at night and whatever. So then when I did drunk history, they do a full blood panel on you and a physical mm-hmm. so that if you get drunk and die, you can't sue comedy central. <laughs> and I asked them if they would run my thyroid and it was fine again. So I was like, Oh, I guess I cured it chewing on my mushroom caps or whatever. <laughs> but then I started feeling like shit again. And then I, so I had it done right before this all hit and it had gone back down um, mm. into the hypo, but only by a few points. So I was like, maybe if I chew on the mushrooms, it'll go again. But like, I don't know. I want to get everything in line because, you know, I might have a baby baby time. Yeah. And so I'd like to get all this shit figured out, you know, Uh, but do I have premenopausal, whatever you were talking about? No, no. I was perimenopause is, I think the word for like the years before menopause, right? Where, where you start having a little bit of the effects. And I think I'm actually young, but do I have that? No, probably not. No, 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 no. there's a whole bunch of because you're well Allie is the exception but you're too young to have it a and b there's all sorts of reasons that your thyroid can be wonky i don't think i don't think actually it's not that perimenopause causes your thyroid to be wonky as far as i know it's that your thyroid being out of whack can cause you to have like long or short periods no my periods are like they're painful but like they're very regular yeah. You're fine. You're fine. You're They're so punctual. Right. You're punctual, Patty. You're I'm punctual, punctual, period. Patty. period. And, and I've got the apps. I wear an Ava bracelet every night. Like, I got it all figured out. I'm tracked, honey. And the way I discovered that I had, because I always suspected I had thyroid stuff going on, um, but the way I actually was diagnosed was when I started going to a fertility clinic, one of the first things they check is your thyroid because they want it to be like, there's a narrow window of where they want it to be and they can correct it with pills. So you're, if you have something going on, Jackie, it would be easy to correct if it is affecting your fertility at all. Yeah. And the main thing you got to do, and this includes Tony, Tony, third day, your period. I'm all ears. Okay. Um, <laughs> if third day of your period 
is when you go in and get a blood test or have someone come to your home in hazmat gear and take a blood test. And then you can check and see like how your ovaries are doing. Um, there's something called FSH, which is follicle stimulating hormone. It should be pretty low on day three of your period, or I don't know if that counts for day 15, Allison. No idea. <laughs> I don't know. Um, call Dr. Hollywood and ask because right. who knows, but um, it should be at its lowest and it should be like below eight. It should be like from two to eight. Um, mine was 135. And the doctor was like, there's a chart and yours is off of it. So you have the insides of a 90-year-old woman. Uh, what the fuck? And I was like, and he, literally, he asked me, he's like, why is this so high? And I was like, dude, I'm paying you. <laughs> you tell me, dude. Um, but yeah, after 10, like some fertility clinics won't even treat you. So mine was like, right. yeah, mine was pedal to the metal. But um, you want to get tested on day three because then they can get like a baseline. So if you just go willy-nilly any day, like they don't. They can't really tell what that number should be. Anyway, so yeah, if you suspect people with uteruses out there that you've got something wonky going on, ask for like a day three FSH and a panel and a hormone panel. I wish wow, I listen, would. I started my period literally like 30 minutes before we started taping. So I am prepped and ready to go in yeah. two days. You yep. know what I mean? <laughs> make that appointment I need to now. I that doctor on the phone. Yeah. Make that would, appointment now. Yeah. Would you guys have someone would you feel comfortable having someone come to the house and draw in your blood yes yeah, Wait, I, I had people come test me for corona in the house oh i thought you did the i knew you'd have testing for some reason i thought you did the drive-by drive no they this woman in a hazmat suit came in here <laughs> really yeah. that's fascinating the thing is, i read and again this is how false news gets spread but i read that if both persons have on masks there is a one percent chance of spreading uh, droplets, one percent. If both parties have on a mask, did you see that in some kind of meme on Twitter? Maybe <laughs> because I saw, I saw that. that too. I saw something that said two percent, and then I saw a bunch of people being like, "Way to call me the fuck out, Allison." <laughs> I was not trying to call you out. I was trying to prevent my ass from getting sued. <laughs> I um, just don't understand these people. Like, I've been at the grocery store a couple times since, you know, we were told, was it last week or the week before to, like, do not leave your house. This is the peak of the wave, whatever. Right. No one's social distancing at the grocery store. Like, people will walk right past you or walk right up to you and grab something. Or I was at the post office and I had to, you know... Uh, and I'm like, okay, so am I going to get it just from standing here? I, I really, truly think if you just are careful, wash your hands, don't touch anything, body ball, and wear masks, you'll be fine, right? Well, wait. Is, go ahead. I have a question. If she came to your house and you got the nose probe, weren't you raw-dogging it to get that up your asshole anyway? Like, how could well, you she, both be wearing masks if she was, oh. if she was getting Oh, that's there? true. I guess I wasn't wearing a mask. Right? She could well, then according, to, according to the meme, I think that's a f- 5%? No. Twenty. I don't know. I, the I'm assuming they too. test her like every day, and in order yeah. for her to be able to still be out here doing this, because talk about a job on the front lines. Like one eight hundred COVID test comes right mm-hmm. to your goddamn door. So we need an update because we had had an exclusive exclusive last time. <laughs> oh wait, Tony, didn't we have? There's something that we play to indicate oh, we have an exclusive. I know what we play. Tony Thaxton. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there it is. Um, and your boyfriend was still waiting to get his results back because he had been tested and it was inconclusive. So he was right. tested again. Yes. Uh, negative. 
and the antibody test also came back negative. Mm. Um, however, I will say this. There is a pretty big percentage of false negatives. Yeah. And there's a lot of cases that aren't being reported and we still truly don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that reason, we are just saying we don't know. Yeah. I heard that in LA, they estimate way more people have had it than have yes. been tested. And also I've heard that the, um, the nasal swab is only 30% uh, accurate, something like that. Right. But, um, it's, the tests are bullshit still. They're trash. As far as I'm concerned, I just feel like everyone should assume that they have it and don't, don't want to give it to anyone else. And that is how we should all be living our lives until this is figured out because it's yeah. new. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, the cases are – there's, like, people who think they're better and then all of a sudden they die. You know, like, it's just so wild. So I'm assuming that I have it. I'm assuming I can give it to other people. I wish and, that you uh, were doing the daily news conferences where you're like, the tests are trash and you can have it <laughs> and the next day you die. I wish that you were in charge of this because it's yeah. I feel way like more that would be a very dangerous thing. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, need put me on delivery. Fox News. Put me on there. I'll tell y'all what's going on. These goddamn tests are trash. Okay? They're trash. MAGA. Uh, tell it like it is. That's right. To- I'll tell it how I see it. <laughs> Uh, I need to tell you guys that Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported by BetterHelp Online Counseling. Earlier, we were talking about the importance of therapy. If you're struggling with stress, anxiety, isolation, or depression right now, you are not alone. If you're feeling isolated and worried about the state of things, BetterHelp offers online licensed professional counselors who can help. BetterHelp counselors specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor in less than 24 hours. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. If for any reason you are unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want, wherever you are. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code best friend. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash best friend. Talk to a therapist online and get help. You guys, I need to tell you about the skylight frame. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Skylight, but it's a photo frame that you can email photos to anytime from anywhere. And before they were a sponsor on the show, Daniel and I actually gave them to our parents. I think it was for Christmas. So I'm very familiar with the Skylight frame. Um, Whenever I visit my parents... Uh, I can see it, and my mom also like she'll email herself photos that we've sent, and then we'll also email them, and it's just a really great, uh, you know, dynamic way to keep in touch and to display photos and to see photos that you love. Um, it sets up effortlessly in under sixty seconds. You just plug in, use the touch screen to connect to your wireless network, and enjoy sending photos to Skylight is effortless. Everyone in your family can just email photos to Mom Skylight, and they'll pop up in her home in seconds. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. And you can preload it with your favorite photos for a special Mother's Day gift. 
send pictures of you and your significant other, your spouse, your grandparents, etc., that they didn't even know you had. You can tap the heart button and it will let the sender know you love the photo. This makes the frame interactive and fun to use. Um, and it's so simple that even non-tech savvy people can set it up and use it. And now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter <coughs> code Allison. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's skylightframe.com. S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. Code Allison. Um, so you guys, I, in most, like if I'm sending an email to someone that's sort of business related or I'm asking a question or just anything, you know how you have to like spend a line addressing what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I usually say like, hope you're all staying safe and sane. And then most people will write back something like, like my brother. Um, so forget what I said about the thing before, but my brother is like, who, I, who, yeah, he was like, sane is a lofty goal right now, blah, blah, blah. And then someone else was like, oh, I'm definitely not sane. I'm losing my mind a little bit each day. I feel like maybe I should take out the sane part of staying safe. What do you guys think? I stay safe and sane as well. And I, I haven't too. thought too much of it. But now I'm starting to be like, damn, I don't want to be like a basic bitch. Like, can I, can I come up with a new thing? <laughs> Are you accusing me I have been saying, no, but I'm, I'm just saying if we're all doing it, like, right. I want to come up with something new. Like, hey, life sucks a big fat turd right now. How are you? I mean, I don't know. Right. Like, maybe mine, I'm doing the uh, COVID version of sent from my iPhone. I haven't even specialized it. I think mine does say sent from my iPhone, actually. Mm, that's a tough one because maybe uh, maybe people feel called out if they're saying, I hope you're staying sane. But I can also see if I got that email that was like, hope you're staying sane. It's kind of a nice invitation to be like, not really. And then you yeah. can kind of, you yeah. know, that's how kind I of feel get around it. the bullshit. Okay. It kind of acknowledges like, are any of us feeling sane right now? And I'm going to guess No. Okay, good, because I was worried that I am sane shaming them. I'm like Ooh. mental health shaming with my hope you're as like setting. Okay, allow me to explain. Uh, when I worked at the OC Weekly, the editor in chief, whom I liked a lot, had this habit of like, if he knew you were going to see a play or a movie or a concert or anything, when he would next see you, he would say, How was it? Was it great? Was it great? And. The experience never lived up to the question of, was it great? (laughs) Even if it was great, like it then, I don't know. I just felt like that question boxed me into a corner of having to be like, it was good. I don't know if I would say it was great. Maybe I'm way too literal. I'm way too literal. But anyway, I don't know if I'm doing that with my stay safe and sane thing. I don't think so. I I honestly don't don't think think anything of it. But I also like am not one of those people that is looking to be offended all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also am convinced that nobody is feeling very sane right now. And the people that are claiming that they're feeling all right and that they're still being able to focus and be productive, those people are lying. Yeah. So, Allie, how are you doing? Oh, what's going on outside? (laughs) I just saw a flock of crows chasing a hawk that had something in its talent so it's no why it's so <laughs> getting rough out there <laughs> nature Natural omaha out there yeah. like, the i hell? guess that's like the trader joe's of the animal kingdom <laughs> <laughs> none of them but, wearing masks is that um, true oh. that that animals are like 
parking it in front of Trader Joe's? I understand that like penguins are taking over the streets in South Africa. Like I think uh, some Yosemite is being overrun with bears and stuff. I oh, I just saw this really cool picture. I screen grabbed it. It's uh, of a, a bald eagle nesting in a cactus in Arizona. And they mm-hmm. said they haven't seen bald eagles there since like a hundred years or something. Yeah. We're cockroaches on this planet. And so, it's but like, they're like, Hey, nobody's around. I can finally live my life. But um, it's crazy that living their life means building a nest in a cactus. That seems so inhospitable, <laughs> but bald eagles, I guess they don't give a fuck. It's a good no, place to I retire. Mean, why not? Yeah. I love a good, I love a good desert jaunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, but we were talking about sanity. You asked yeah. me a question about sanity before. I want to know how you're doing. Because I have, I've, t- I've had Tony and Jackie on the show, so I know roughly how they're doing, but it's been a while since I've talked to you. I know. It's nice that quarantine can actually afford me some together. time yeah. not on a plane. Um, well, it's funny you were talking about just the sanity thing. And um, uh, Jared, my boyfriend, has a thing where he says that he's a normal person, so he's insane. Like, everyone's a little bit kooky. And I do feel like, but I do feel like that's a good acknowledgement. Um of it, but yeah, I have definitely been feeling off, and I talked to my therapist today about it, <laughs> and um, and he was great, and he, I was like, I feel super sluggish. I have all this time. Finally, I'm at home. I'm like not like shooting on these things. So I always blamed like this um, this lack of calm on my schedule, and now that I'm running my own show where it's like I could have as regimented a schedule as I wanted and I'm just like ah, like falling asleep in my jeans still and like I have to put my laundry away and I'm you know whatever um I like have emails that I need to return and I'm like what mm. is wrong with me so I was talking to him about it and I was like I feel like a nervous slug like I have all this nervous energy but I'm not doing anything and he was talking about how people who um are kind of like people pleasers or perfectionists or like achievers who were raised being uh, lauded for like doing instead of being who they were, which was kind of my family. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. you got a good grade or, Oh, um, you got this job, whatever. Um, without having that hustle and bustle and having people around to be like, Oh, good job on that thing. Or, Oh, you're, you're doing this well. Or, Oh, you must be so tired. Oh, you're working so much. You, you don't have like the fuel that you normally use to keep going. And so it's a shitty fuel to use anyway. So this Mm -hmm. is like a good time to relearn that you're okay just being instead of doing. But he was like, that might be what's going on is that's your normal thing is that's what keeps you going is people being like, wow, you really work hard. And now I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) so I don't know. I'm like having to relearn what makes a person, what makes me successful, you know? Yeah, it's not always actually like external success. It's just like being a chill dude, you know? Right. I think that uh, all of us who feed off of career related validation are having to learn to exist without it, which I think is actually a good ultimately Mm -hmm. will be a good thing. Yeah. I feel like I am finally and it's just this week that it's happened. I'm finally able to slow my pace down like mentally, emotionally a little bit and really be present with Elliot and Owen in a way that I wasn't before. Like I'll sit on the ground with Owen and just, he's very into these little stacking cups and we'll just pass them back and forth. And it's, you know, on a given day, it's pretty boring, but I'm finding (laughs) a way to just be like, I don't need to be anywhere else. I'm just going to be here and be in this moment with him. So that is a, if it also feels gross to talk about a gift of this when so many people are in such a, 
terrible place right now. Um, but it is, it's something that I hope I can come out of this with. That's what my therapist was literally talking about today. He was like, um, what you can do for yourself is learn how to be in the moment and to be more mindful. And my therapist is like an older, very like, like button down dude. He has, I'm sure he has a lot of diplomas and he is like a very serious, not very hippy dippy guy, but he was like, uh, becoming more mindful and being in the moment is something that you tend to deprive yourself of if you have anxiety. And so you're like doing the thing. You're like literally doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's shitty to say that good things can come out of a bad situation. Right. I don't, I, th- I mean, I don't think that you're invalidating people's suffering by trying to find good aspects of something bad. Allie, you, for your podcast ologies, talk to experts of all kinds. And though Jackie's the one with the Bachelor of Science, <laughs> you are very, uh, you have a lot of connections in the science community. So I want to ask you, uh, from what you're hearing, how long is this going to last? Forever. It's like, no, really? <laughs> no. Um, uh, there was that study out of Harvard that said like 2022. Right. Or 18 months. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. does that mean... Meaning, does that mean like th- till the virus is eradicated or we will be back to normal? Here's what they quote. think. Um, in or- to, to get a vaccine, it's usually like a year to 18 months. And so... And also then once people have the vaccine, you need enough people to go and get the vaccine and have access to it and then have, their, have it take effect. So I think they're thinking periods of social distancing for at least 18 months. And so that might be like, okay, we can ease restrictions. Uh, You know, people might start flying again. People might start attending group gatherings, smaller ones. And then if there's another flare up, like in the fall, then it might be hunker down time again. But I think that this is very cute and adorable that they keep telling us like little by little, like just till May 15th. And then in in May 5th, you know, May 10th, we're going to be like, we're definitely going to hear like mm, June fifteenth. So they're right. It's like a delayed you. airplane of like, oh, we're just it's just going to be another thirty minutes for twelve hours. Yeah, a little bit of that. So on the good side, I mean, I think that that will give us plenty of time to relearn some habits. But yeah, I think that the hope is the vaccine will help once I- it's developed. I was listening to, I'd never actually listened to The Daily before, but I listened to it yesterday, uh, and the, I forget who this guy actually was, but he was saying, whoever their expert was, was claiming that the fastest a vaccine has ever happened was four years. What? I'm sure that there's a lot of trials it's got to go through. Some of those might be eased up, but, um, but. Yeah, vaccines are not super quick. I know there's some really, there's a lot of people working on it. That's what's good. There's a lot of people on this job. So I'm sure that there's a lot more collaboration um, globally. But yeah, it's, uh, I think it'll be interesting too, once we start getting more antibody tests to find out how many people have it and whether or not that protects you from another round or if it's like the flu virus and how much it kind of mutates, but... You know they, who this really sucks for? Well, it sucks for everyone. But I just keep thinking of... I keep thinking of my dad, who's 86, and other older people. Is this how they're going to spend the, their, their, their uh, remaining days, years, what have you? You know, like separated from their family 
And um, yeah, that, I just keep thinking about that. Like yeah. if this, you know, because I, and I've talked, I, I feel like I mentioned this on almost every episode. Like I really miss my parents. I miss having them see my kids and Daniel and I keep having this conversation of like, it would probably be okay, right? We haven't seen other humans in forever. However, the stakes are just so high and my parents are vulnerable and I can't live with, I couldn't live with myself if uh, I killed them. So yeah. I'm not going to, but I don't know how we know when, yes, it is okay to potentially take that risk. I mean, I guess testing is how we'd know, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if they would get the vaccine first, if they would immunize like more vulnerable populations, but are your, any of your folks on like the Zooms and the FaceTimes? Like, have yes, you been doing a that? Little, my mom is on FaceTime, but she connects on FaceTime with her phone or her iPad. Okay. So I rarely see my dad through that, although I could ask if I can. But, mm-hmm. um, and then we FaceTime with Daniel's mom more often. She's, she's more into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you guys? Oh, my parents. We I, mainly yeah, just we talk on the phone, but we FaceTime every once in a while. I'm lucky my sister lives near my parents now. And so for Easter, she left them a bunch of groceries. She's like delivers them groceries every week, which is like amazing. Um, and for Easter, she left them an Easter basket and taped on the other side of the window, like a big drawing of a bunny. And so they, I know it was really cute. So seeing people visit through windows is like heart-wrenching yes but yeah i need to get my parents on like on a zoom chat i need to teach them how to use the buttons that i i just learned apparently how to use but i don't know i mean um i I don't know i do feel like it's kind of a weird new way of life but have you guys started any weird hobbies um it's not a weird hobby it's it couldn't be more basic bitchy but (laughs) basic basic bitch ask I am cooking more and I'm baking and I even made bread and I've thus far I've made bread. I made, uh, muffins out of fiber one with the recipe on the back of the box, but I added my (laughs) own flair and then I made a pumpkin cake and all of these are because I'm looking for activities to do with Elliot. And then I get like stressed out having a three-year-old as my sous chef. And then I take over and then talk about perfectionism. I'm like, Oh, thank God I can finally cook in peace. (laughs) Like the whole point was to do something with him. Um, so yeah, none of those have been me generated. It's because he's been like, I want pumpkin cake. And I'm like, let me look up a recipe. But I do find it to be like a good, uh, it's not a great use of ingredients. It actually uses up ingredients that I'm worried about uh, running out of. But it's, it, um, it calms me down to be cooking. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Oh, I started whittling and I... <laughs> oh yeah, didn't you cut your thumb really bad? I cut my finger so bad that I passed out. Oh, my God. <gasps> Literally five minutes into it. You can't really see it now. It's, it's healing. But I, um, it started just squirting blood. Oh, did in, you hit a, a squirter, an artery? I, I think I did. And I didn't. I've, this never happened before, but I collapsed. I, like, woozed out. Oh. And then oh it my was, God. like, five minutes into it. I'm the what worst. Made you start to whittle all the hobbies. <laughs> like, who are you? A prospector yeah. on the prairie? Like, I'm so baffled. I want 
wanted to whittle for so many years. Like, I, I think going to, like, artisanal craft fairs in L.A. over the last couple of years, like, you see these, like, $38 coffee spoons that someone sat around Ojai whittling uh, with their common I have an partner. uncle that whittles oh. gnomes, and you've never seen a better <laughs> whittled gnome. I mean, there are... This is peak, like the peak whittled gnome you could ever know. Wow. I want pictures. But I've got some gloves that are cut resistant, so I'm going to get back in that saddle, y'all. Watch out. You're going to get spoons from me. Now, do you think that you'll be able... I look forward to my spoon. I don't have a spoon. Um, (laughs) Are these gloves going to inhibit your natural whittling ability? Because I feel like the gloves are to whittling as uh, masks are to breathing. Right. I get it. I see what you're saying. But I have proven, once again, I cannot raw dog with whittling. I will cut myself. That wasn't the only cut I had. I had two. Hmm. Hey, you can't raw dog with whittling yet, okay? You're going to work up to that. (laughs) It's like training wheels with a bike, you know? You're going to wear the gloves for a while, and eventually they're off, and you're whittling away. You're all going to get a spoon from me. Just wait. Getting getting whittly with it. (laughs) But Allie, have you seen these spoons and thought, damn, I want one of those or just damn, I want to make one of those? No, I purchased a $38 whittled spoon at a craft fair and I use it for coffee frequently. And I thought, I want to sit somewhere and be so still that I'm on a porch with a sharp knife and I'm turning just a chunk of wood into something functional. I like want to, it's an it's a level of chill that I aspire to because I feel yeah. like no one can like respect. Yeah, you can't manic whittle. You can't speed whittle. That sucks. You gotta <laughs> chew a piece of grass in a rocking chair. Dragonflies buzzing by. I think like a corn cob pipe. Oh, Jarrett, uh, that was the first thing he whittled. Is he whittled a pipe out of a chunk of wood, and he used it on four twenty. <laughs> wow. So did he have any cuts? Oh yeah, he had several. Yeah, okay. Hey, a couple goals right there. Couples who whittle together stay together. That's what I've heard. We shall see. What about you, Jackie? I'm not doing any hobbies. I mean, I've always been a pretty passionate home cook, not Mm -hmm. to, like, toot my own horn. (laughs) But I've been cooking a lot. I'm pretty much the exclusive chef of this house. Ooh. Um, And my, my, my helper is the cleaner, and we have a system. Oh, that's nice. Um, so I've been getting like a little experimental in the cage. I made chickpea of the sea a few days ago, which is, <laughs> which is like a tuna salad with chickpeas. It went over gangbusters. Are you getting um, produce my, boxes? No, I mean, okay. no, no, I'm not. Maybe right. I should. I don't know. Um, but we've always played a game called grocery fumes. Where whatever, like, if there's only, like, three things left in the, in the fridge, I'll figure out how to make a dish with it. It's sort of like my own personal episode of Chopped. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, I, you know, put the restrictions on me, honey. Put the restrictions on me. My creativity will burst into overdrive, and I will make you a damn meal. But I will say, it is particularly challenging when you don't eat anything anyway, because you have to take what you can get. I mean, I already go into the grocery store, and there's only two aisles I can eat out of, and so it's like... It's been a little difficult. Yeah, is um, there? I soak my own beans. I mean, honey, I've, I'm already killing it in the kitchen. <laughs> Why do you so, soak beans? How do you soak beans? Because I've got some dried beans. I don't know what the hell to do with them. Well, I have a slow cooker, and okay. let me tell you something. Once you get away from those cans, you'll never go back. Oh, okay. It's so much cheaper, and 
not hard at all. And, you know, you can make so many beans for like a dollar. Okay. And I highly recommend doing that. You know what I did last night? I made a balsamic reduction, sweetie. Stop. And let me tell you something. It ain't hard. Guess what you do? You put balsamic vinegar in a pot and you simmer it for 10 minutes. That's literally all you do. But was it delicious? Oh, my God. And I put it on roasted carrots, which, like, I know how to roast a damn carrot to perfection, huh? Okay? That was, like, some gourmet shit. Gourmet shit. Sounds like you guys are eating really well during the quarantine. I mean, it. it, my passion for cooking has always been there, but it's definitely, like, Ben the other day was like, this is the best meal you've cooked. And I'm like, it is getting better. 10,000 hours to achieve genius. I mean, we're all going to be goddamn Emerald when we get out of here. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tony, what about but you? But no bread for me. No bread. We're gluten-free. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh, no. Tony, have you been whittling? No, no whittling. No, uh, I mean, cooking, but not anything impressive uh, and nothing new, really. Because um, I'm just really, like, the, the, the focus thing is so especially hard for me right now. Like, I can't even, I'm struggling to even try to watch new TV shows or movies I haven't seen. Like, that's how bad my focus is right now. Um, so, like, yeah, I'm not doing anything exciting. Like, there, there are things I've been wanting to do. For a long time, they've been like on my like. Someday I'll get to that, and like because I like to you know play and write music in my spare time, and like even that's been super difficult lately. And I keep thinking like, oh, this today today I'm gonna make myself do it, and then you know I pick up a guitar for a minute, and then I'm done. Yeah. What just, happens to your focus? Because I want to hear more about this because I feel like it, the same thing is happening to me. Also, as the person who lost track of our conversation to watch a bird. god you have so many critters crawling through that area i'm jealous i know we had a i live off la brea honey there ain't no critters around here you you've got all kinds of raccoons and coyotes and squirrels (laughs) you just don't see them because they're hiding you got to hang out at night you got to get a motion detection night camera is what you need and then you'll see oh i can't wait yeah get it they're like 20 bucks i gotta get one too but yeah, I, but my focus is same. I feel like I, I sit down to work and then I'm like, ah, I'm like restless. I gotta yeah. answer my pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just all over the place. Like no matter what, and, and this is, it's a little bit of a problem for me always, but mm-hmm. like it's way magnified right now. Um, and yeah, it's just like, no matter what I'm doing, I will, I can't zero in on it. I'll start thinking about everything else. And, uh, yeah, it just and everything takes me at least three times longer than it should, and um, yeah, it's just yeah, I there's just yeah, it's it's that's the simplest everything? way to put it. No, yeah, I think so. Even taking a dump. All right, that's. I mean, how much concentration does that take, though? You know what? That's Depends. a personal question. Yeah, I mean, that's a personal <laughs> question. Well, for me, not much. That's no problem. We we got no problem there. I feel like you're bragging about your bowel health. Uh, Tony, do you think it's anxiety? Because I've wondered if like, that's sort of the engine running in the back of my sluggish computer of a brain. is just anxiety, like gumming up the works. Maybe. That might be some of it. I, I feel like my anxiety in the last like, year or something has actually gotten a little bit better overall. Um, plenty of other issues, but uh, anxiety is a little better. Um, 
And I mean, I guess maybe like deep down that could be what it is. Um, just thinking about everything and, you know, occasionally going to that terrible dark place of like, what if this, what if this is just how this is now? Yeah. See, I think that that thought, that elephant in our, in the room of our brains, I do wonder how much that has an effect on like everything we're doing. Yeah. You know, because we're all like just carrying on as best we can, but there's this humongous question mark that we're all dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, completely. Yeah. And also, like, I love my therapist, and I, I was resistant at the beginning to the um, virtu- uh, connecting virtually. Uh, that's not the word. What's the word for it? The, mo- the tel- Remotely? Remotely, yes. The remote sessions. But now I'm finding that, like, I, like I'm talking to her tomorrow, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it a lot. I need it. Um, and it's helping a lot. But I was thinking, like, they don't have... Uh, like, I wonder, like, they don't know what, they don't, well, they know how to deal with people who are going through stuff, but this is all new to them, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it makes so much sense. I mean, imagine if you were trying to do paperwork, and then there was just, like, a, a bobcat loose in the room. Like, your paperwork wouldn't go smoothly. So, I mean, you have to think of this as, like, uh, it's activating the same things in our mind that are, like... Uh, this thing could kill you. So, I right. mean, I guess we got to give ourselves some leeway. That's what, that's what my therapist will say. Just yeah, give, keep, give yourself some leeway. That's what I can't tell you how many people have been saying that to me is like, yeah. go easy on yourself right now. Like, yeah. if, if you're not, if you don't have a productive day, it's okay. Yeah. I think exercise would probably help too, theoretically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was talking to my doctor today about that i was like how much she's like 30 minutes a day if you can do it somehow just even if it's just walking or something and so um and i think we can do that with masks i don't know i know you could do body weight exercises at home and stuff but um but yeah i think so that's something i think i'm gonna start to do but definitely like don't beat yourself up if you're if you feel scattered like yeah you know uh sames samesies and it's just like relearning things. But it is good to know that like, okay, well, if you've had some, some, you know, maybe habits or patterns that haven't been serving you in normal life, but you've been too busy to like kind of unpack them, like this is maybe a good time to get practices in play. Like um, I try to do this thing when I'm in, in a bad spot and it's called REMRAM and it's, uh, it stands for reading, exercise, meditation, and REM, like sleep. And so I'm try, I try to check each of those boxes off every day where even if I'm just like reading a magazine for five minutes, just like sitting and reading something not on my phone and, and any exercise and just like even five minutes of meditation and then just getting adequate sleep. Because usually like if you try to do those every day, you'll feel like a little bit more chill. So I've been, I've been trying to check those boxes, but... I'm in a REM REM. Yeah. It's, it can be helpful. It's just I, I, phones, phones, I think, are maybe not the most calming thing that you can, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. My, the, you know, yeah. that screen time report at the beginning, it was just like, <laughs> it like, like seven or eight hours a day. It was insane. I think I've, I've, uh, I think I've reduced it. Um, you guys, Apple should have seriously erased that from the OS when this started. Like, I it should know. have been an update. It should have yes. been a fucking OS update. Like, get rid of that screen time thing right now, honey. You are not helping. No. We don't need that shit. 
And also, I feel like everyone talks about their screen time report, but they don't actually tell you the details. I think we need to release the details. I'll be dead ass honest right now. If Allie and Tone Zone will join me, I say mm-hmm. let's all tell each other. All right, I gotta let's get my it. phone. I Wait, yeah, I don't even. Know. I get the like alerts sometimes, but I don't know how to go to. I know it to... what mine is. Wait, I know what mine know is what pre-COVID is? and what mine currently is. What do you have a where? spreadsheet? Yeah, where do no, we find it? No, it's always again? the same. It's always the same for me. How? I don't know. I'm a consistent ass bitch. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Pre-COVID, I'll go first. Pre-COVID. Yeah, I was clocking about four hours average a day. Mm-hmm. I'm not proud of that, but I make my living off my phone, as do all of you. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, I have to be on the gram. I have to be on Twitter. I have to be on, you know, TikTok and whatnot. And that's mm-hmm. also, I think, editing videos, editing photos. That's like your whole screen, right? Right. And COVID, I've been clocking about five on average. Okay. Oh, I think I'm, I'm definitely a little over that. five, like five and nine minutes or something was what last week was. I honestly okay. don't know how to find it. If you um, pull down. Wait, no, oh, wait, if you go never to... mind. I think I see it in, okay. in settings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So I <laughs> pre COVID, I was like six something. Um, there was a point at which I was seven something. And now my daily average is five hours, 28 minutes, down 23% from last week. Oh, okay. look at wow. you taking a cut. Yeah, mm. but still, that's pretty bad. Well, that's what mine is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty bad for us. <laughs> oh, uh, Allie. Allie, you're grimacing. Well, okay. Average three hours, 42 minutes. Not, Girl, not bad. That's really good. Not bad. I think I'm on my computer a lot. My messages... My messages are where I'm the highest. Apparently, I'm, I'm just texting up a storm like three hours a day. Or well, no, that's healthier than like looking at Instagram. Yeah. Is I feel it? Like that's pretty good. Yes. I'm on, I'm on some group threads that are popping off. And, uh, you know, like my family, my, my parents and my two sisters, we're all in a group text. So we get morning reports about Blue Jays and... Uh, hey, we saw a turkey oh. in our yard. It's breaking Critter news. watching runs in the yep. family, huh? Breaking <laughs> news. Oh, does it? Oh, does it? My dad, my dad has so many squirrel houses around the house. He cares about them more than the squirrels. Most of them are empty. My dad is, a, <laughs> is like a real estate mogul for squirrels. I mean, squirrels <laughs> in California, you heard it here first. The hot properties in the ward yard. <laughs> Get up there. Check them out. They'll give you a deal. Luxury condominiums. He, he makes little railings. He puts pine cones on them. I mean, it sounds exquisite. I would love to be tiny enough to fit in one of those. I would be up there right now. He stocks them with peanuts as to entice new squirrels. Amazing. <laughs> Does he put his picture on the side of a net? He should. And like... Anything like a calling card? Mm-hmm. Yes. He bakes Tony. tiny cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, what's yours? Uh, mine says I'm up 5% from last week, and my average is just over six hours. And same thing. The bulk of that is texting. Because, um, yeah, I'm going to... I know it's a lot. I'm going to defend myself. I live alone. I'm texting people a lot right now. Yeah. I think that's healthier than honestly being in some app. Like, I, I don't even know. I'm going to check mine, what my app, what my majority is now. Here's yeah. my problem with TikTok. I know that I am a middle-aged woman who went through premature menopause. 
but I will say I don't want to get on TikTok, not yeah. because I think I can't understand it, but just because I don't want another fucking app making me make free content for them. Do you but know what I mean? We work for them for free by making videos for them. There are people who just lurk on it, though, and who people talk about it like madmen. Like, I know you don't need another show, but once you get into it, you're going to be so happy you did. Like, (laughs) people just like, I spent three hours just watching it last night. They're so creative. Wait, it was Jackie who was saying people are creative on it. (laughs) By the way, um, I just want to correct myself. Daily average, four hours, nine minutes. Oh, my God. That is is down 26% from last week. Damn. And my most used is Instagram. Oh, hello. my most used is Twitter, which is that's worse, I think. But you know why? It's probably because of Catherine Burns's uh, birthday post. Oh, yes. It took me hours to do that. So um, <laughs> messages is second, only by half an hour less than Instagram. <laughs> Instagram's yeah, you- a close second for me too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have I have a choice of three different directions we could go, you guys. Ooh. I'm going to give you guys a choice. Mm-hmm. One would be to discuss Taylor Swift because I just watched her documentary last night and I, I'm really not that familiar with Taylor Swift. So I just want to know what you guys think of her and stuff. Two, a yes, please, or oh, please, where we discuss a common cheese. Three, <laughs> um, I was watching Instagrams. Do you guys know who Glennon Doyle is? I was watching an Instagram. She's like a, She's an author, and anyway, I was watching an Instagram story where she was talking about if you're a female in the public eye and you're putting work out into the world, you have to learn to sort your mail, which is her description for how to handle criticism and like what to take in and what to throw away, and I wanted to bring something up about that. That one's a little more heady. What one should we do, you guys? The cheese one sounds fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm Operation Cheese. All right. Tony, could you play our yes, please, or oh, please? Mm-hmm. Is it yes, please? Is it that? Oh, oh, please. That's much crap. All right. I need to know whether... Has everyone here done yes, please, or oh, please? I have not. Okay. Well, as the title... I don't think title, I have either. Oh, okay. This is where we get to the bottom of a, a controversial thing... And you, I will say what it is, and then you either give it a yes, please, which means you like it, or oh, please, which means it can get the hell out of here. Um, and I oftentimes forget the name of the segment. I usually think it's yes, please, or no, thank you, but it's not. It's yes, please, or oh, please. Now, Jackie, given that you're vegan, I don't know how this is one is going to... We're, we're I'm gonna still comfortable see. participating okay. because I had 25 years on this planet eating cheese. Great. <laughs> Therefore, I'm comfortable, you know, we're calling flavor profiles and Thank textures, you. et cetera. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Swiss cheese. Ooh, that was what I was hoping yes, you were going to say. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please, honey. Mm-hmm. Tony? No, please. Please, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's oh, pullies. Oh, pullies. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. I now, I don't like when people waffle. So I <sighs> am now going to be hoist on my own petard because I, in general, was for years, I was an oh, pullies. And then I went through a brief window of yes, please. And now I had some last night and I'm back to oh, pullies. It just, mm-hmm. it tasted like wine. I don't know if it was this particular Swiss cheese. It was just. It was a little too much for me. 
I need yeah. culinary context. How was it delivered? Did you was it melted? Was it with ham? Was it in a bread product? It was sliced, and I pulled it out of the package and I ripped it in a half, but like not very well. I didn't fold it ahead of time, so I'd say I got like a chunk that was sort of five eighths, and I put it in my mouth. Mm, so it was yeah. plain while well, I was standing up near the refrigerator, and I thought. No, this tastes like wine. I don't like. I'm not. And I think it was three six five brand. So it wasn't okay. anything. It was no Tillamook. Um, I did also buy some Tillamook. So jury's still out on that one. But yeah, it was just like I, I'd not enjoying this cheese in my mouth. I think it's a melted cheese. I think it was in. It was wrong place, wrong time. You know. Maybe you're right. I think it doesn't. I don't think that it thrives in a cold environment. I don't think that that's might where have it been shines, you know? Yeah. Swiss is there to adhere. To be melted over yes. bread. Yes. A toasted situation. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. a, it's an epoxy of foods. Now, back... So, such a good way to put it. Thank in you, Jackie. In my brief window of, oh, of yes, please, where I was like, I like Swiss. I was wrong all these years. I also tried baby Swiss, and I was like, I have no use for baby Swiss. It doesn't even have... The, Elliot calls it cheese with dots not baby swiss but swiss he calls cheese with dots baby swiss doesn't even have the dots and i can't remember what the flavor is but i remember thinking i'm not super into it yeah i'm unfamiliar i'll be honest yeah, i'm I unfamiliar think, i don't think yeah. i am either but Tony, i i don't like it I, i'm i'm oh police all the way even if it is melted i've i have said many times i think i i think i'm on board with every type of cheese except swiss wow Mm. I I, uh, I think cheese makes just about anything better, unless it's Swiss. Wow, Switzerland on blast. <laughs> so, if you so you feel that it detracts from a sandwich. Yeah, there's just something about the flavor of it overall that I just it's I kind don't of sharp. Like. Yeah, yeah. The, at least the cheese I had last night was it was sharp and bold and audacious, and I didn't mm. like it. I can be um, okay with some sharp cheese, but just the actual flavor of Swiss, I just am not on board. Yeah. yeah. But Jackie and Allie, yes. Uh, it's a yes, please. I, I remember very much enjoying it. I'm all the way. I, I think if you, if you have a, some kind of a meat or a vegetable and a piece of bread, y- it, you can't do it without a good melted cheese. I think that's what Swiss is there for. But I think you have to let Swiss shine. You know what I mean? You can't ask an alto to sing a soprano. You can't mm. do it. You got to know your cheese. What's the ideal context? I think you said it before, but remind me. I think it's in some sort of ham and cheese situation. Maybe some kind of panini, I would say, in an omelet. Talk to me about an omelet. Oh, I'm yeah. I could it, see you know? it going well in an omelet. Yeah, but it's not a one-on-one solo cheese. You know, no. it's, a group, it's a group hang. What is a one-on-one solo cheese? Brie? Oh, I'd say a brie. I'd say, you know those weird little baby bells that come in wax? Oh, yeah. I can't. I, those are very much oh, please for me. Because we... <gasps> I'm sorry. Really? They taste like wax. And I'm not eating the wax. <laughs> I can't do it. I They're think gross. you're the only person I've ever heard say... You're also the only person I've ever heard that doesn't like water. So... Oh yeah, water water can suck a dick. I've often I've been quoted as saying. Did you ever you know the baby bells that come in the wax? I used to make uh, I used to fashion like fingernails out of right like yes. that's the best thing. Like Jackie, did. did you ever do that? I feel like it's oh, not true. I would make all kinds of shit with them. I'd put it over my teeth and be like <laughs> Bloody Mary. Like I would do all kinds of shit with it. <laughs> and I like baby bells. I'll yes please those as will mm-hmm. I. But well, can I say 
Oh, police debris. I fucking hate it. Yeah, you can and you just did. I hate it. And goat cheese is the worst. <gasps> I love goat cheese. I go if back you, and forth on goat cheese. Really? Too pungent? Mm. Yeah. Feta is goat cheese, right? No, that's sheep, no. I think. Yeah. Oh. Then I... Oh, chevre is goat cheese. Yes. Yeah. I don't think... I, yeah, I don't think I like it. I'm not sure. It's a little musky for me. Gamey. I think. It's one of the worst foods, in my opinion. Mm, I love it. Um, meaning, like, if it is on there... Well, this is in, you know, hypothetical, because I don't eat dairy. If it's on there, I'm not eating it. Right. Uh, it is It is on my list of, like, five never-consumed foods. Oh, what are the other ones? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? It used to be olives, but, like, I've totally come around on olives. I've totally come around on olives. What kind? So, oh, please, to yes, please. Exactly. Well, I still not a big fan of, of black, but like mm-hmm. I will fuck with an olive tray now. I will fuck Ooh. with like an olive appetizer. Mm-hmm. And I used to literally avoid all olives. Okay. So what my changed? palate is evolving as I'm becoming more of a mature woman. <laughs> <laughs> what changed? I'm not sure. I, it happened last year. Was it, were you eating olives with a certain sweetie of yours and were you like i can get down with this like watch me eat an olive i mean maybe oh <laughs> sophistication are New you suggesting that olive sweetie <laughs> that love changed her love changed her palate <laughs> yeah maybe you have a better maybe you had good context like you thought about going out on lovely dates with this person and there being an olive plate and then suddenly contextually you were like okay i'm gonna go for it and you had a good association with it well, I think it was just last year was like the year of Jackie. Mm. And it was like, I'm going to try all kinds of new things because what do I have to lose at this point? Um, and so, yeah, you put some olives in front of me. I'm like, you know what? I survived swimming with sharks. I, I survived goats <laughs> eating my hair. You know, I've survived all this crazy shit. I might as well just eat a damn olive. <laughs> Wait, what and were the I other like three? Them. Oh, yeah. What were the other three? Goat cheese, uh, olives. What other ones? Oh, you know what? Now that I'm saying that, I would have to really go back and think okay. about it. Um, but those are the two that like come to my head the fastest. It's like I hate olives and I hate goat cheese. However, now come around to the olives. Oh my god, Allison! I think you need a, a meal breakers. It's like deal breakers, but meal breakers. Oh category. yeah. Oh, like that's if, good. If there's a yeah, raw meal tomato, breakers. if there's a raw tomato, I'm out. I'm out. Really? I'm out. I'm out. Really? Oh, a cherry tomato. Ugh. Is it the like, flavor no. or the texture or both? It's the texture. It's like cytoplasm. All, all, all tomatoes are just the... Because have you had an heirloom with a little sea salt? Fuck them. Fuck them. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hate them. Wow. Hate them. So gross wow. to me. And I know But you can handle a cooked tomato. Sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, just a, even if you just passed a Bic lighter over a tomato, it would change <laughs> it for me. But if it's a raw tomato, like there's nothing grosser to me than like biting wow. into a juicy cherry tomato like meal breakers but 100 percent. what anything else um i'm trying to think of i know that there are other things that i really really oh you know those little um pepperoncinis those banana peppers yeah that they put on sandwiches they're delicious uh, uh-uh. they smell like feet to me i think i sat <laughs> next to a guy on a latin field trip once the latin club which was just a bunch of virgins and togas I think we took a bus trip once, and I think a guy sitting next to me smelled like those uh, those pepperoncinis that you get uh, at Subway, and I was like, I'm out, man. 
Mm. Yeah. And there are certain cheeses that taste like baby diarrhea that I'm fine with. Like feta tastes like a baby diaper to me, but I'm like not mad at it. Oh, I know. Tony, what about you? Meal breakers? Uh, I hate bananas. What? Yeah. I hate bananas. Wow. Wait, do you hate the texture or the flavor? Like Both. if there was a banana in something. Okay, wow. Uh, I can, I can, if it's, if like a smoothie sometimes, if, if it's, if a banana is one of the ingredients, but it's kind of buried in everything else, I can handle it then if I'm not really tasting it. But if I taste it, yeah, I don't like, I don't like taste or the texture. Oh, huh. Yeah. Huh. That's the biggest one for me, I think. You know that you know how banana like if you were to get a multi pack of popsicles as a kid like the banana ones were always the last ones yeah mm-hmm. like, the cherries the purples and then it'd be like six banana popsicles yep. and like that that runts banana flavor okay so I found out like a year or two ago that that flavor is what bananas used to taste like and then all of those bananas died in a fungus blight and then we had to start using a different kind of banana and that is why they don't taste like that. That that's um, like what? The, the ones that we use, the ones that we have now are like called gross Michels or something, but they're all clones of each other. And uh, we could have another banana blight because they all have the same genetics. So if there's a fungus like a COVID that comes along and wipes out bananas, we got to figure out a new a banana. banana COVID. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> are these bananas an upgrade or a downgrade? I think they might be a downgrade. Yeah. I think the other ones Whoa. were more flavorful, but like that um, song, Yes, We Have No Bananas, that's about a banana blight, y'all. Get out! <laughs> I know. I always thought it was like just nonsense. Nope. No, there was a banana blight. How interesting, because I know all our food is getting less nutrient-dense because of the soil and, uh, you know, the whole like GMO Monsanto shit. So it, it's crazy to think that like that could happen to all our food. I don't know. Monocultures, man. Go figure. But I think more people are starting to become like weird homesteaders. My neighbors are having a garden. I think that there's like a prepper light kind of a subculture happening where it's like, bake your own bread, plant some heirloom oh, tomatoes. baby, when I get a house, I'm <laughs> going to have the damn garden to end the gardens. I have a lot of plants, mm-hmm. but I can't like cook food in here. I can't like grow herbs and shit. The day that happens, y'all are all coming over for a caprese, honey. <laughs> no. There will be tomatoes. tomatoes. I was to say, we can't have the cheese or the tomatoes. <laughs> We're coming over for basil. Oh, perfect. My basil, meal breaker, I feel like this is, again, I don't think of myself as a super, like, basic, but I feel like this is uh, octopus or calamari, anything with tentacles, eel, that... But I don't know that I hate the taste. It just freaks me out. Uh, and then also, I can't do cucumbers. And that's not really a meal breaker for me, though. because I, And I've talked about this before because it's, it's such fascinating content gold. Um, I keep thinking I like cucumbers and then I taste them and I'm like, ugh. It kind of makes me gag. So mm-hmm. I don't like them. But, uh, but like cucumber spa water, I would be fine with. So I don't know that that qualifies as a meal breaker for me. Maybe it's the goo in the middle. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe. Are you, Allie, Allie, would you drink tomato spa water? Oh. <sighs> is, is there tomato mucus in it? Tomucus? No, I think it would be like sliced <laughs> tomatoes in the water. So it would be like a tiny bit of a tomato taste. No, no. Yeah. But I would rub my face in a tomato plant. I don't mind the smell mm-hmm. of that. But the idea of the liquid, 
I think that it taps into a human's inbuilt, inbuilt fear of, of phlegm. Phlegm. Yeah, mm. I think it's just too, too bodily fluidy. You know what I mean? What about mm-hmm. gazpacho? <laughs> it's your worst nightmare. Yeah. It's my worst nightmare. It's like well, it's it, not gelatinous. Yeah, but it it's it chunky. comes into your house. It gets itself in a bowl, and it's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm soup." And you're like, "Oh, great, I love soup." And then it's like, "Psych, I'm a fucking tomato smoothie." You have to eat, and with it's spoon. also cold, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm such a uh, even meal breaker wise. Like, I have to have things the temperature they're supposed to be. I can't have pizza that has not been heated up. I cannot. It is it is vulgar if it's cold. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. If it's room temp, it needs to be hot. That's how I'm with all foods. They have to be the right temperature that they are intended to be, or it is repulsive to me. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fuck I reheat pizza. food like three or four times in a meal. If I don't, if I like don't eat it, I'm not going to eat it unless it's right. What about a hot coffee that has cooled off? No, bitch, it's going in the microwave. <laughs> There's no way I'm drinking tepid coffee. I feel like when you microwave coffee, it gives it, a, it infuses it with a certain flavor that I kind of like, a certain burnt flavor. Maybe I'm heating yeah, it for too long. Yeah, it probably does like bring something out. Yeah, like a yeah. note. Mm-hmm. A truck stop note, like an overdone truck stop note. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, you guys, this has been so much fun. Oh, Thank you it. so much. Uh, I have known Allie Ward a good amount of time, and I did not know the tomato thing. And and I know I'm gonna I'm really I feel like we bonded over that because now I know that. And so next time I like make food and bring we share a best friend for those Mm -hmm. who don't know Allie Ward and I share a best friend. I know. And next time we go over to her house, like I'm not making anything with tomatoes on it. If you were to harvest your own heirloom and want to try to work with me (laughs) in an exposure therapy setting. I would trust you because I think that you would respect my limits. Yes, 100%. (laughs) I'm all about boundaries in 2020. (laughs) I learned them last year and I'm implementing them this year. So, yes. Allie, have you been trying to keep it under wraps? No. God, no. I'm public about it. I think you just have never seen me have to have a one-on-one with a tomato, Jackie. I don't think I've put myself in that situation. We have dined and broken bread many times. I know. But no, I, I I won't get near it. My family knows that about me. I'm a non-tomatoitarian, and that's not the first time I've used that word. I've had when to did this, declare myself. Like, when did you start hating tomatoes? Just always straight out of the birth canal. <laughs> I came right out, <laughs> and they were like, "Put it, put a tag on her." It was like, "Get it, no, no tomatoes tomato. in the in that maternity ward." Yeah, huh? but like a hot tomato soup, you're okay with, or no? I'll do it. I'll do but it. But you won't want. You don't. I'll want cross to. the aisle and do it, and I'll eat a pizza. But <laughs> but you don't seek it out. You don't order that. Nah, no. But it, you do like pizza and tomato spaghetti. sauce. Spaghetti. I've gotten used to it. But if I'm like, "What's your soup today?" and they're like, "Oh, it's a tomato bisque," I'm like, mm, "I'll be getting a salad." Like, I always. What about no. sun-dried tomato? Love them. What the fuck? Okay, love. I mean, if I could get an MRI and they could tell me what parts of my brain were lighting up. And they show me like a, a sun-dried tomato and like, I'm sure a different part of my brain would light up. But if you show me, yeah, but the, I, if someone's like, you have to eat this cherry tomato, how much money would I pay out of pocket to not eat the cherry tomato? I would pay $30 to not eat that cherry tomato. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I would pay 40 Tony's. if it went to a good cost. Tony, same question, but bananas. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, How much would you pay to not have to eat a whole banana? <laughs> oh, man. I probably probably about the same thing. Probably about yeah, ballpark same. Thirty bucks maybe. <laughs> Jackie, how much would you pay to not eat brie? <laughs> oh God, fifty bucks. <laughs> First of all, it would wreck my digestion for days. Right. Yeah. Alone, that's not worth it. <laughs> but it's revolting. I mean, goat cheese is the worst cheese, though. I I, I don't even know what I would not pay. Ugh. Thinking about it's making me sick. Allie, can you do oysters? Yeah, I mean, but I, that's I, like a phlegm of the sea. Here's the thing: I love, love canned smoked oysters, which are hobo mm. cuisine. I love them. I ate them not too long ago, and uh, Jarrett does not like the smell of them. And he came into the kitchen, and I thought I had like uh, Dexter, like CSI crime scene cleanup. I thought I'd left no trace. And he came in the kitchen, and he was like, "Did you fart?" I was like, no, dude. <laughs> I just ate some canned oysters. He's like, that's what that is. Are and they in the roll can or just a regular can? They're the roll, in like a little... peel back. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. lacerated a finger on them too, and it's been okay. worth it. Duh. But I will eat Were a Were you whittling the can? <laughs> I was using it to carve gnomes. But like raw oysters, like I eat them to be polite around people and to not shame them. But if there's like, there's only one left, I'm definitely not fighting over it. Yeah. Just nothing. Could- but yeah. Yeah, not into it. Not into it. They're not for me. They're not for me. But this is good to learn. I won't. I won't serve you a platter full of raw cucumbers, Allison Rosen. Thank you. Thank you. I care about you. Appreciate it. What about a little cuke in like a California roll? No, I'm okay with that as long as it's not. And I actually like that. Um, As long as it's not like a big piece of it where it's. Blocking out the flavor of everything else. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's meal breaker is um, raw onion. Oh. He's like very angry at, at raw onions and their presence in anything. They're very aggressive. They yeah. really are. Yeah. Boundaries. Don't know anything about them. A cooked onion. Mm-hmm. Respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a raw onion is just, um, no. it's an intruder. True, true. I love that you tried to wrap this up five minutes ago, and then we're like, nah, we're going to keep talking about onions. <laughs> I know. No, but I, I, I let it go because I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this a lot, too. So I know that the listeners are, too. I miss you um, guys. I, I, miss I miss you, too. I miss people. I miss y'all. I'm so, if, if nothing else, I'm happy that I'm home and can do your show, Allison, because I, I, I'm always on a plane, and you usually um, record on like Monday Mondays, nights yeah. and my ologies episodes go up on Tuesday. And so I'm always like in a, in an ologies panic. So my goal is to get all that done so that my Mondays are always free for Alison Rosa. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Yeah, I would even eat me. a cucumber for wow. that. Well, if, especially if this is going on until 2022 yeah, yeah. or whatever <laughs> you said, um, I for sure will have you back like all the time and same with same with everyone here tony you have no choice but jackie yeah. you too <laughs> um Allie, let me check my schedule hmm i'm free <laughs> uh ali let everyone know uh where they can find you and plug anything you'd like to plug Ooh, uh my podcast is called ologies it's a different ology every week and i just did one on gastro egyptology which is all about the science of bread making 
doing your own sourdough starter. It's like a deep dive into the history of bread and then how to make yours with a guy who resurrected a 4,000-year-old yeast from a pot and made his own bread. He's awesome. So that one went up last week. This week's is Penguinology, all about penguins. And um, I'm at Allie Ward on Instagram and, uh, and the Twitter. Nice. Jackie? I have a podcast as well. Um, it's called Natch Butte, and it is a beauty self-care comedy podcast. And it looks a little different these days because I have yet to do a remote recording. Um, so it's been basically me by myself slash me making my boyfriend be my guest. <laughs> we'll see how much longer it goes, but we're learning a lot. Uh, every Thursday are new apps, and you can follow me, Jackie Michelle Johnson, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm sure Allison will tag me. I will. I will. Tony? My podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday, uh, and I'm in Twittergram. Twittergram. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Someone's been on his phone too much. Uh-huh. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, at Tony Thaxton. Um, and uh, I said this last week, but I have an actual convenient URL. Uh, I, uh, for anybody that lives alone, if you're, if you're struggling, I, I started a... Uh, a quarantine loners Facebook group. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash groups slash quarantine loners. And everybody on there has been really cool and really nice, and it's been helpful, I think. Um, so, Is it popping off? Y'all got a lot of people? I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. But there's a couple hundred in there, and uh, yeah. everybody's really nice. That's good. Yeah. Facebook groups can get to be a lot, so I think that's a really good number. Yeah. Someone from there is going to get married. There's going to be love connections. There's going to be a quarantine loner's Facebook that. baby. Hell yeah. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> uh, I meant to mention this earlier. Uh, I want to say welcome and hello to my new Patreon people. Steven, Liz, Casey, Dale, Shannon, Sugarbon, Bob, and Nina. Hello and welcome. Um, lots of fun on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Go there. You can see this video and others. Also, listen to my other podcast, Childish, that I do with Greg Fitzsimmons. This week, we have Leanne Kreischer. Um, she hosts Wife of the Party, and she's married to Bert Kreischer, and Bert is also on that episode, and that will also be on YouTube. We've started putting our Childish episodes on YouTube, and I've started uploading more on YouTube. You can watch Daniel do the intro on YouTube. Um, so go to YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen and subscribe to me there follow me everywhere at Allison Rosen um, and go to AllisonRosen.com for other Allison Rosen related stuff you guys thank you so much for being on this episode I love you and I loved being able to see you heart you back listeners thank you for listening I love you goodbye hey do you know about the Allison Rosen show But now we gotta go Yeah, Allison Rosen Is your new best friend